Is the resurrection real? Is it a thing? And even if it is a thing, why should it matter in my life? What impact does it have on my daily living? St. Paul offers us some insight in the first reading, this tight sequence of logic of why the resurrection does, in fact, matter for everyone, a series of if-then statements. If the resurrection is not real, he says, then here are all the various consequences. Well, then Christ is obviously not risen, and he's actually a liar, and he's not God, and he's an evil man. And we are also all liars, he's saying, because we've been proclaiming Jesus Christ risen from the dead. And our faith is not real and is empty and uh, baseless. And we are still dead in our sins because there's no such thing as grace. And mercy isn't a real thing. And therefore, baptism isn't a real thing. And therefore, there's no such thing as the indwelling presence of the Trinity within our souls. The sacraments don't exist. And suffering has no meaning. It's not redemptive, and it's just a curse to be avoided, like every other non-Christian tends to think. We clearly see that the resurrection does matter. Otherwise, we have reason to be just as cynical as every non-Christian about pretty much everything in life. You know, we could steal a page out of Kohelet's book and just say, vanity of vanities, all things are vanity. Nothing matters in life. Thanks be to God, we don't have to resort to that type of cynicism because our faith is more real than anything that we could imagine. Today, let's ponder the specific ramifications of what St. Paul says piece by piece. How is it that it is personally meaningful in my life? How is it that it impacts me in my daily living? And we want to offer heartfelt gratitude, especially here at this altar.